You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Hi everyone, this episode is about the craziness that revolved or devolved around our school board elections last November. I published it with our local paper, the Arizona Daily Star, on the eve of our school board elections as sort of a PSA about the extremism that was creeping into our community. This story has a happy ending. Through the advocacy of my amazing mom friends, our three pro-public school candidates won by an overwhelming majority. So after the elections, I felt a huge sense of relief. I felt like I could hang up my hat. My work was done. It was so emotional because I felt like the school board win was a small victory in the larger national culture war issues that we're facing. That's the voice of my friend Randy, who you'll hear from later on in the episode. What did hit us as a surprise were the results of the state superintendent election. At the superintendent level, where the culture wars were fiercely at play as well, hate won. In March, our newly elected superintendent, Tom Horn, launched an Empower Hotline so parents can report lessons they believe fall under the definition of CRT. Parents can also file complaints about materials that promote gender ideology, social-emotional learning, and inappropriate sexual conduct. I mean, just imagine the treasure chest of meme quotes in that voicemail box. This is our political climate right now, and unfortunately, our school board meetings remain a fierce battleground for our culture wars. 
What's slightly different post-election is that the grievances have expanded and slightly shifted. Then I felt like I got pulled back into it when I asked how the board was going. She let me know that the culture wars persist. Trans kids, pronouns, bathrooms, and locker rooms. It's just the latest boogeyman. It's just like the latest CRT. This is playing out at all levels again. In our state legislative session, we had three bills aimed at banning drag shows, a bill to ban books, and a bill that bans the use of preferred pronouns. Our local middle school made national news for an email from two years ago that some seized upon as evidence of administrators trying to hide information from parents. I really hate the narrative that our public schools are the enemy, that the public schools are somehow harming our students. And I feel like if normal, sane parents don't say something, then they win. They will take over the school board. And by they, I mean people with these very partisan viewpoints that are completely opposite of mine. And I think our schools will suffer. Our kids will suffer. Books will be banned. Teachers will quit in droves. Parents will start pulling their kids from the public schools. I just see this as one small part of a larger movement to discredit public schools. And that's why I think it's so important to revisit this episode. One, because my mom friends are amazing and their activism over the last several years can provide a blueprint on how to engage within your own community and push back on false narratives and win back the agenda. And for all you moms up for some good trouble, here's Tom Horn's Empower Hotline number, 602-771-3500. Let's fill his line with the truth. Or if you prefer what you had for breakfast this morning. What really stuck with me after my call with Mallory was her fierce drive to call out and fight the hate and extremism that is infiltrating American politics and her call to action to moms to mobilize and to pick one issue to show up consistently for. If we all pick our one issue and we sign up for that one group and we show up regularly, we're going to make a huge impact. And that's going to mean so much more than trying to do everything. That's it. And just trust that other women and moms are out there picking their issue and, and we're all going to go forward. And it's so much Fresh off my call with Mallory, my mom friend started lighting up our group chat about our upcoming school board elections. Here's who's running for our school board. It's terrifying. We need better. Even if those candidates are making false promises that are against the law, they're going to appeal to the base and may win. It's about doing what's right for our kids. We need to assemble our squad. Should we meet next weekend? I can host it. I'll set up a Facebook group where CFSD school board matters. Accept my invite. And voila, over 200 members later, a Twitter account to boot, they've got a squad and a mission. Welcome back to Cashing Our Trillions. I'm your host, Yvonne So. I'm a full-time stay-at-home mom with three boys, creating conversations that center the story of moms and provide us a space where we cash out rather than pay in. Today, I'm bringing you to my backyard here in Tucson, Arizona. It's a desert city studded with saguaro cacti and 350 days of sunshine a year. 
We are Arizona's second largest city, yet there's definitely a small town feel to life here. This is my community. My boys attend our local public school, and while we did take a break to homeschool last year, the welcome reception we got when we attended the Meet the Teachers open house just filled my heart. Kim Tucker starts by talking about how all these ladies met. Like we've all known each other because our kids have been together in school for years and years at this point. They've gone to birthday parties and stuff since they were in preschool. I texted just a couple people when um, all of this started going down. And then those couple people texted their friends. And all of a sudden we had a group on text messaging trying to figure out how to get things going to help with this school board election. Yeah, I think I actually got a text from you about, can you believe who's running for school board? It's terrifying. Yeah, it's shocking. And Helena was the one who really was pushing, like, let's get involved. We have to do something. But after reading about the candidates and knowing what they stand for, there there was just no way. We're suburban Arizona moms having a very typical mom Zoom. Yeah, is someone going to the bathroom that. behind you, Helena? What is it? It looks like someone's on the bathroom behind you. Did someone come in? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like in the beginning of the pandemic when no one knew how to use Zoom. Oh, my God. Go to the bathroom with a computer in hand. Is Link there? She's scrunching her eyes like she can't hear or she's confused or something. I texted her, can you hear us? And she didn't respond. Did you text the right number? She has like five burner phones. <laughs> For real, when I was setting up a play date. She's like, oh, that was the wrong number. She yeah, gave me a I- third number. All kidding aside, these moms are seasoned. They effectively advocated the school board for school masking during the height of the Delta wave when most elementary age children were still ineligible for vaccination and after our governor passed anti-mask mandates before the 21-22 school year. Here are Kim and Helena Yip speaking at an August 2021 school board um, I'm meeting. I'm a mom of two elementary kids in our district who aren't old enough to be vaccinated. I'm a surgeon. My husband is also a surgeon. Um, unlike many of your speakers that you've heard tonight, um, we have frontline knowledge of what COVID-19 has done to our community. My husband and I have been able to keep ourselves and our families safe because we wear masks. And this isn't political. This is actually science. As I, I think Hi, my name is Helena Yip. I'm the mother of three children here in CFSD, all under the age of 12. And I've seen long COVID in young patients debilitated by shortness of breath or cognitive decline. I know firsthand the danger that COVID poses to our community. The Arizona legislature and Governor Ducey banned mass mandates at a time when cases were lower and before the more virulent Delta variant became dominant. New cases are higher than they That's have been also in where they encountered some unsubstantiated Fringe opinion. I'm here to speak against CRT. Regardless of the terms you use, systemic racism, diversity, white privilege, oppression, equity, it's all the same thing. It's a manipulation equity, of the truth. Diversity and inclusion were very much a part of the vernacular that were used in the special ed department. But now those special necessary helping phrases are becoming mainstreamed and in the you general the money. Who follow the money because the um, social justice warrior approach, the LGBTQ agenda is based on curriculums that are backed by the oligarchy of the fast techs and the CCP China money. Language like this that started at school board meetings, most of the times not even from concerned district participants, has only gotten louder in the last year. And now it's the official rallying cry of a slate of candidates for our school board elections 
here in the Catalina Foothills School District in Tucson, Arizona. There is a slate of candidates who wants to fundamentally alter the way Foothill School District has defined its mission and values and wants to change those values. That's so the voice that's of two-term incumbent school board member and, and part of the Thrive for CSFD campaign team, Amy Krause. She's a practicing attorney and a district mom who started volunteering in both her son's elementary school classrooms nearly 20 years ago. Kim and the ladies explain the situation further. Purple for Parents are supporting these candidates and they have Make Schools Great Again. Is that, was that the hat slogan that, I, that we read? Yes. Because yeah. we don't need to make our school great again. We are the number one district in Arizona. There's absolutely nothing that needs to be changed. And in fact, it's comfortable that we can just send our kids to school and be confident that they're going to have an excellent educational experience there. This is their playbook right now. It's to try to take things over from the bottom up. And it's really disturbing to me. I mean, even though they haven't taken over the school boards, I think it is scaring the teachers, though. If I was retired... I would not be running for school board in a state where my kids didn't even go to school. I'd be going to play golf or scrapbooking with my friends. It's not like they have a vast experience as a civil servant, you know, devoting their lives to the higher calling of public education. Amy Krause is running with two other candidates on the Thrive for CSFD ticket, Amy Bola and Gina Mamer. Amy Bola, a district mom who just graduated her youngest child from CSFD's high school and who actually was considering retirement this year, explains what's at stake. I feel like the stakes are incredibly high in this election. We did not necessarily plan to run for this election. After eight years of service, I decided that it would be a good segue into retirement and allowing other interested parties to run. That all changed when the candidates who are opposing us displayed what their intentions were for the governing board. This is the first time in 12 years we have a contested school board election in our district. District school board elections were called off from 2012 to 2020 because the number of candidates that filed to run were equal to the number of open seats. And Arizona state law allows us to save the money from conducting an election that is merely a formality. This year, however, we have six candidates looking to fill three open seats on the five-member school board. Here's Amy Bola again. I don't feel there is a harm in having opposition to a school board candidacy. I feel like it allows us self-reflection and the ability to look at areas where we can grow and improve. However, I refuse to give my seat up to someone who is looking to abandon diversity, equity, and inclusion to people who do not believe in public education. They are backed by a group who has openly stated that they do not support public school teachers. And I've been encouraged by the number of parents, especially moms and teachers who have stepped up to support us because they are also concerned about how this election could change the excellence that is in Catalina Foothill School District. The opposition group is called Back to Basics. And as the moms and the school board candidate Amy Bola has stated, these guys are endorsed by the group Purple for Parents. If this group sounds familiar to you, and part of the reason everyone is so incensed about these candidates is because they're a spinoff of Patriot Movement AZ, a group the Southern Poverty Law Center has designated as a hate group. This really reminded me of my conversation with Mallory, where she really encourages moms to stay vigilant about our political surroundings. is because there is this really dark streak 
in our politics that is about hate, lies, you know, targeting people who are different. And I fund the U.S. Department of Justice warns that hate crimes more than any other crime can trigger community conflict, civil disturbances and even riots. And as Mallory stated in our previous conversation, their goal is to divide us and their views are fundamentally anti-democratic and need to be exposed and countered with the power of truth. Kim elaborates. People were strategically chosen in order to oppose people who actually have excellent experience. They've been doing this for eight years at this point. And they're being asked to step down because they don't feel like they're doing a good enough job with a political agenda, not the actual job of the school board, which is to help guide our school curriculum and keep our schools running. To give you context, this is not too out of line with our larger state trend. After the 2020 election, many national pundits were fast to tout Arizona as one of America's newest blue states. On the ground, though, the picture is definitely more mixed. Uh, Don't California, My Arizona has its own Facebook fan page. And July, right before the primary elections, our Republican governor, Doug Ducey, signed a massive expansion to our state's private school voucher system. So this essentially allowed parents in Arizona to take public money now sent to the K-12 public school system and use it to pay for their children's private school tuition or any other education costs. And in our August 2022 Republican primary elections, Every Trump-endorsed Republican candidate won their respective race. You're listening to Cashing Our Trillions. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, Take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. 
In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. So these back-to-basic guys have a laundry list of grievances, and the dog whistle language is probably all too familiar now. I pulled these directly from the website, so I'm quoting here. Bring parents into the classroom to supervise teachers and curriculum content. Have armed guards in each of our district schools. Review and update policies for sex education for all grades. Contrary to some of the hysterical messages that are being put out there, for human growth and development, Foothill School District, of course, follows state law, which requires that all parents opt in to the curriculum, which means they are advised beforehand what topics the curriculum is going to address, what materials are going to be used to discuss those topics, and then human growth and development. That's what Back to Basics is referring to as a sex education that needs to be reviewed and updated. So my son Jasper just started fifth grade, so I've yet to experience all this. But Marla Harris has a seventh grade daughter, and she explains our opt-in district policy. They talk about sex education and lack of transparency, and it is very transparent. So fifth grade, you talk about Deodorant. And, yeah. <laughs> Deodorant. Very important. No one wants to smell bad. You'll lose a lot of friends if you don't smell good or if you smell bad. For some reason, any reason at all that I didn't like what they were teaching, I didn't have to let my daughter do it. I could say, no, she doesn't have to participate in this. Back to Basics also has grievances about mental health resources listed on the district webpage, specifically those offered to LGBTQ students and no diversity, equity, inclusion in K-12 public classroom. Instead, and I quote, judge others by the content of their character and not the color of their skin. That's the one that really gets under my skin. You know, as an Asian American female, I, I only dream I'm given advantages in life because of the color of my skin. I don't support DI because I feel like I deserve certain advantages because of my race. It's a fact. We're all shaped by our race, gender, religion, sexual orientation, social economic status, and dis and or ability. You know, for each of us, how much each of these factors weigh into the final product that is me differs. And DI simply gives us a space to not only share our unique perspectives based on this intersectionality of all these factors, but also helps develop empathy and understanding for those who are different from us. You know, we need more empathy and kindness in this world. And if that is something that can be cultivated and reinforced in the K-12 education system, I'm all for it. The candidates from Thrive for CSFD are equally as concerned about the opponent's determination to abandon DEI. And it was actually a reason Gina Maymer, the third candidate from Thrive for CSFD, chose to run in this election. Here are Gina and Amy Bola. I'm a strong LGBTQ plus ally. And something like this truly frightens me. It's providing 
this safe place, these eight fantastic schools that we have in our district, where every student and every educator I may at feels that they can be their true authentic self. That's what I want for my kids. I have to believe that's what every parent wants for their children. I agree with everything Gina said. We are talking about equity between boys and girls in science and math instruction, where typically females have lagged. We are talking about equity for our special needs students. We can't control outcomes. Every student has their own level of achievement. But if you're looking at an apple tree and our goal is for every student to reach an apple, then you provide the size ladder that you need for that student to get to that apple. And that's what equity is about. So by abandoning that, are we saying that we aren't going to give students the tools they need to reach achievement? And I think essentially that is what it's saying. And that is incredibly frightening to me. So one of the things that really sets us apart from um, our opponents is that all three of us are district moms. The three of us have been involved since day one. And I think Amy Krause, you have the oldest children, right? 24. Five-year-old, is that right? Four, 22, yeah. I have the youngest at 15. Amy Bolas are, are in the middle. The three of us have been involved since our oldest child stepped into kindergarten, mm-hmm. right? In every capacity imaginable. We've volunteered on campus, in the classrooms, grad nights at the high school. We've been involved in so many ways. And that's what our school deserves, is to have a school board populated by members who are committed to public education, who are invested in our school district, who have that legacy, that track record of stepping up and showing up for our children. And like I said, for the 5,000 other kids. The kids are calling me on the home phone. Oh, hey, I'm in the master closet. Can can you take care of yourself? You know you're a mom when. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Hey, 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 this is a mommy group. What do you want? No, I... This is part of the part of the mom getting. That's Helena having a very relatable mom moment. You know, even when we're hiding in our closets, eating chocolate, scrolling Instagram, or conducting school board election mobilization meetings, our kids have a magical way to find us and find a reason to need us. It's also these same children, you know, our mama bear instinctual drive to protect these kids and the local public schools they attend that fire us up about this down-ballot election. And why CSFD School Board Matters is mobilizing a grassroots movement to support the incumbent team of fellow district moms, Amy Bola, Amy Krause, and Gina Maymert, who you just heard from before. The moms of CSFD School Board Matters are massing members on Facebook. They're educating voters about the candidates. They're writing op-eds and letters to the editors. They're videotaping testimonials, hosting coffee talks, and planning door-to-door canvassing in the neighborhood, where the majority of the voters are actually retired residents without children in the school system. Here's Marlene Kim again. So yeah, one interesting thing about our district is we're very heavy with retire- within the retired community. And a lot of retirees also think that it's not really their place since they don't have children within the district to vote. If they know what's going on, I think they absolutely will vote. We just hope to be, be in the community so that people can see us and see that we're parents and We care about this election very much. The ladies further discuss their reservations about the opposition group back to basics. They don't even have kids in the district. They don't know what they're talking about. They haven't done their research. They make claims on their website. So, for example, making the curriculum transparent, letting parents know what's being taught in the schools, that's already happening. You can look that up right now if you wanted to. 
The only reason I could think of that they'd write something like that is because they didn't do their homework. You know, perhaps Back to Basics didn't do their homework, but their website, the language they use in their messaging is very much straight from the alt-right playbook, which is honestly having a moment at all levels of our district. What we thought were fringe opinions at school board meetings last year are popping up more often, and now they're showing up at our individual schools. Here's Randy talking about an encounter she had with a gentleman she met at the CSFT High School Family Faculty Organization meeting. And did I did I tell you guys about the parent who approached me at an FFO meeting and he referred me to his website, TUSDporn.com? It was pictures of kids and on top of their images, it said, stop child sexual exploitation, TUSD's library is exploiting your children. Will you allow it? These are pornography that the school library allows. And it was a list of classics, Pulitzer Prize winning novels. Is beloved pornography 100 Years of Solitude? No, of course not. They can't even get basic facts right. And if they and all this better, talk ties back into the opposition better. campaign of Back to Basics, as Randy elaborates. And what sort of person runs on a campaign claiming that our schools are doing in quote unquote indoctrination? I look at my kids' homework when it comes home. I review their tests. I've been in the classroom volunteering for about nine years now, and I've never seen anything like that indoctrination. What does that mean? What are they even talking about? That is absolutely made up. You haven't heard from Ling Yo much during the call because she was having some technical difficulties. You know, but it's important to note that Ling has a very unique perspective as both a district parent and as an inclusion education assistant at our children's elementary school. As an inclusion EA, Ling assists special needs learners in their respective classrooms, helping them with any of their learning or personal needs. This also means she has a front row seat to the day-to-day operations of our classrooms. I work at a district elementary school, and I can tell you firsthand that our teachers are amazing and they are not indoctrinating or grooming our children. I used to be an inclusion in one of the fifth grade class and I attended the class every single day, two hours a day. Even my English has improved. Uh, So I've learned um, a lot of uh, English language art from that teacher and I miss him every single day because I've been assigned to uh, another grade the next year. So I've been missing him every single day. I don't want this to change. I want him to Sling teach us. literally sits kids. in the classroom every day. And not only does she personally learn something while doing her inclusion EA work, you can hear and just feel how much she admired her fifth grade English language arts teacher last year. You know, which brings up another core concern of all the moms that all this unnecessary oversight over curriculum content, teaching, and teachers in general proposed by the opposition group will scare off teachers and drive them to ultimately quit their jobs. So another thing that's in stake is if these opponents win, is that teachers are going to quit. One of the things that they want is for parents to sit in the classroom and to have so much oversight over the curriculum it would drive the teachers literally crazy. The teachers would not be able to teach the kids with so much oversight and so much micromanagement from parents for every single child. I just feel like this is a disruption that's not necessary in our education system. 
I trust our teachers to do their jobs, and they are wonderful teachers. We know this. Amy Krauss lays out the Thrive for CSFD's staunch support for teachers and how she and Amy Bola have championed policies that reflect the support through promoting teacher pay and They benefits. need to be treated like professionals. They need to be given opportunities to grow professionally and to reflect our value of them, which we do in their pay and their benefits and their uh, taking their expertise to help develop and revise curriculum. And that is why it is so important, especially in a, an age of a huge um, exodus from the teaching profession, that we focus on attracting and retaining our high quality teachers. It's the m- most important thing we can do to reach our mission and our vision for this district. By now, you can obviously hear and feel the passion of the moms for CSFD School Board Matters and the candidates of Thrive. The moms supporting Thrive fundamentally believe the candidates have their children, and all district children for that matter, best interest in mind. You know, Part of that stems from the candidates' over 20-year track record of working collaboratively with the community in and out of the classroom. And the two Amy's commitment to preserving public education and ensuring teacher retention during their last eight years of service on the governing board. And that's the part that I would like to stress here. The two Amy's have been in their position for eight years. I mean, I think a lot of people don't realize um, that this board work is unpaid. It is a strictly volunteer position. School board governing members are volunteer positions. Here's the two Amy's putting the entire situation in perspective for us. It's about parent involvement. And if we were political, we we would have been political a long time ago for Amy and I. And the other thing is, if we were single issue, we would not still be running because... Yeah, the issue would have come and gone. Yes. We have a history of board members, actually, who have Mm -hmm. run on a single issue and they don't even finish out their term. All of our meetings, you know, they're incredibly wonky. But that's not what parents care about. That's why parents don't often attend our school board meetings because, right. you know, you kind of want to pull your teeth out after listening to some of the policies we do over sunscreen or whatever the latest state law is. But we do important work in strategic planning and setting the goals and the future of the district. All the moms I spoke with today are volunteer moms. They're another example of the trillion dollars of unpaid work done by women and mostly moms that sustain our economy and better the communities we live in. Amy Krause is one of the most relatable mom quotes of the episode. And I will say, I don't think I really knew the time commitment that that would require when I first stepped into the job. But, um, you know, you just, you got to do the work. It's, it's our responsibility. Yep, we've all been there. We sign up to volunteer for a school event or a committee, and suddenly we are sucked in. And it becomes this delicate balancing act of trying to juggle yet another volunteer commitment in our already full calendar. As Kim notes, we all work too, and we're spending our time during the day speaking to each other, coming up with strategies, and we're spending time you know, planning things and will eventually spend time on the weekends doing things for these candidates because this is how much we believe in this. And I think this really matters. We don't want to have to pull our kids out of schools. No, but as every mom who volunteers in the community understands, giving back is also very personally rewarding, especially when your children 
their friends, and our communities flourish as a result. I feel like giving back gives me more than I'm giving. It's that engagement that I really love with the community where it's a little self-serving and then I feel like I'm getting a lot out of it for me personally, you know, and, and not just, it is giving back and it does a lot of time, but I really just love doing that kind of work. There are many things about board service that actually take years to accomplish. So to see the evolution of the district strategic plan, to see an orchestra program that took takes six years to fully implement, to see the reduction of class size starting in one year and going to the other, to see the immersion programs. We get to see kind of the fruits of our labor in many ways, and it is incredibly exciting and fulfilling. So really that's, that's you know, that's the hook. And the fruits of Amy's labor is the happiness and educational achievements of our children, which the moms of CSFD School Board Matters so staunchly want to protect. Even when we're feeling really down about the potential for this uh, takeover of our school board, that we have each other to, to you know, work on this together and work through this and come up with plans. And I think that's a really important aspect is that we're a team on this and we may not even agree on everything, but it's just really great to be able to have this group of people who are really smart and motivated and just really amazing to talk to about these things. I agree. Don't mess with moms especially when it comes to our kids. That's right, Randy. Don't mess with these moms from Tucson, Arizona. This episode was produced by me and sound edited by Shen. Cashing Our Trillions is part of the Seneca Women Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. If you have a story to share, please email us at cashingourtrillions at gmail.com. Make sure you subscribe to the show on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you liked what you heard, please take a moment to rate and review it. It would really mean so much to me. Thank you for listening. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. 
You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. 